Bring it up, Jake. Association. Evan Silva, 40 minutes from now. His bet's coming up week 18 in the NFL. All our bets for tonight coming up as we move along as well. Um, really good stuff with Pete Prisco in the last segment. Pete will be voting on NFL awards. Um, my big takeaways there are the two rookie award votes, offensive and defensive, where he kind of made it like not just C.J. Stroud having to win on Saturday night, but having to win and have a good statistical game, like throw for 250 and a couple touchdowns in the play. He said 380. I think he was exaggerating. But throw for like 250 in the process, 300 yards in the process. Texans win. Or else, like he's going to vote Puka if Puka breaks the uh, the rookie receiving record. And by the way, everyone for the Rams is inactive for this game, basically except for Puka. Sean McVay said they're going to try and get him the record. They're probably going to throw in the ball like 10 times in the first quarter, get him the records, and get his ass out of the game and save him for the playoffs. So Puka's plus 450. So if you think the Colts are going to win or Stroud's not going to have a good game, Pete's just one voter, but like Pete also talks to like everyone in the league. And then he, he said flat out he's voting for Kobe Turner of the Rams, defensive rookie of the year, which to me means less like bet Kobe Turner and more like fade Jalen Carter as a big favor. Curious, Will, your thoughts on that and anything else Pete Prisco said to us in the last segment about awards. Yeah, I mean, great idea to bring Pete on and have him sort of talk about his ballot. Whoever uh, is the brain trust behind the show came up with that should really deserve deserves like an Emmy or something like that. And Just, I will, yes, in- it was it was Will's idea. <laughs> and to be fair, I did say to you on the phone when you mentioned that, I said, honestly, it's a great idea. Let's do it. Actually, I, when you said honestly when we were on the phone, I thought you'd be like, honestly, I'm a little burned out on that or something. And you're like, that's a fantastic. I was like, oh, thanks. It man. is I a great it. idea. Yeah. Yeah, it was. But I mean, I think I would say this about Pete, just so people who are listening and make it, if you're making your bets, you know, Pete is um, Pete's one of our good friends, very smart football mind. He is a little contrarian more than your average voter, I think, in terms of who Way he would more. vote for. Way yeah, more. Like, and so I think on the offensive rookie of the year, I'm sort of walking through my head um, when, I mean, the odds are basically the same or at least close to it from uh, 2021 when Mac Jones was minus like 10,000 going into week 16. Jamar Chase was five to one or something like that. Jamar Chase goes off, has a monster game and flips it. I don't think Puka has that in the in his wheelhouse because once he gets that record, I think Sean McVay will pull him up, pull oh, him off the done. field. Yeah, hundred percent. Right, exactly. So I think he needs seventy eight yards. No, seventy three yards. Maybe. I think it's I think it's four oh, catches, twenty nine yeah. yards. Yeah, so he'll be he, out. The, they'll, they'll get he's him four get, catches for like fifty yards, and he'll be out of the game. It might even be it might even be five catches for thirty yards. Honestly, like sure. they're going to hit him over yeah, whatever the, it is. They, they yeah, do whatever not the parlay want to... is to cash him getting both right. both records. Yeah, 
Right, exactly. Because remember, with Sean McVay, as you pointed out when we were talking to Baldy, Nick, the, the Rams can improve their seed and don't care. They don't care, right? I mean, or like they can, they can, they can guarantee that they would well, not improve their seed. They can guarantee that they sit at their seed and, and potentially, potentially manipulate the matchup. Sean McVay has shown he doesn't care about that. He does care about getting Puka the records. Um, I do think though that the difference here, Jamar Chase again, monster game to flip that. Puka probably going to max out at like fifty yards. And I think that people would be extreme. I think people will have um, a, a difficult time betting against, I mean, excuse me, voting against CJ Stroud, who would ostensibly lose the award basically because he was held out an extra week with a concussion. You know what I mean? Like, And we've seen quarterbacks, Kyler Murray, Justin Herbert, Cam Newton, all did it, win the award over players who had a better season with a losing record. And now CJ Stroud might just barely miss the playoffs or might, if, if they win the game, it's CJ Stroud on the defensive side. You're to your point. It's not so much bet on Kobe. I think that, that it's too, too little too late with him kind of coming into the, the mix there as well as he's played just like on the average voter where they, they're Jalen Carter is a placeholder. I think is a perfect way to describe that. But Will Anderson has been coming on strong. I think he's a bet. Just, I don't think you need anything more than Will Anderson has two sacks and the Texans win the game. And Will Anderson maybe flips even that. one if it's a big splash play. Yeah. Now, look, like, at, at price right now, and just, like, only because, like, we've talk, we talk about this every week. Like, hopefully people have better numbers on Will Anderson than are listed right now, like, plus 275. My guess is if people listen to the show like you do, because we've talked about it a lot. Um, yeah, like, I... Like I do, yeah. Yeah, well, I hope that's the case, which is awesome. Um, like, I... <laughs> I think Will Anderson has one big play on Saturday night. I think he wins the award. And I think, and it's less, again, it's less like I want to bet Kobe Turner and more like I, I don't want to bet Jalen Carter. Like, yeah. why would you lay that price on Jalen Carter? It's both offensive and defensive rookie. Very interesting. I think this, and like Pete, to be fair, to and Will's right. Pete is pretty contrarian. And Pete's telling you that he's going to consider, besides for the big three in defensive player of the year, going to consider um, the big three, obviously, Miles Garrett, TJ Watt, and Micah Parsons. Pete's going to consider Max Crosby and Jacksonville's Josh Allen. And maybe he'd vote Crosby if Crosby has a huge game on uh, on Sunday against uh, Jarrett Stidham and the Denver Broncos. To me, what that means, again, is, like, not Miles Garrett. Like, because I think, you know, Garrett's minus 200. I think the answer, it should almost be like, yeah, like my vote's for Miles Garrett, like it's done. I, I don't think that's how people are thinking. Um, I like Parsons and Watt both better as bets right now than I like Miles Garrett. I just, just, I just want to say this. I would never bet Max Crosby or Josh Allen. Like Pete can vote no. Crosby and like good for him. And I'm not insulting Pete when I say that. Just that like, I don't think Max Crosby ever wins with the Raiders finishing below 500. I don't think it ever happens. We, um... I've been on uh, Drew, Drew Dinsick and Andy Mollett would do the deep dive. Uh, Drew's on the show all the time, I think weekly during the NFL season. And um, every year I do the award stuff with them before the season. And we talk about the archetypes for who could win the awards. Defensive player of the year comes from a team that is good. That's just how it is. And the Browns are good. Steelers are good. And by, by good, I mean like in the playoff hunt, right? Or like, right. Like the Raiders have not been in the playoff hunt, fired their coach a while ago. Max Crosby and Josh and Josh Allen's in the mix too, but in terms of the playoffs, but just smaller market. Um, here's the issue, and I didn't I didn't want to get into the weeds with the, with Pete on this, but you only have three slots 
Each voter gets three slots for defensive player of the year. This isn't about will Max Crosby or Josh Allen do something magnificent on Sunday that flips a bunch of votes their way. This is a three-person ballot for 50 guys where all but probably five or six guys are going to write T.J. Watt or Miles Garrett, T.J. Watt, and Micah Parsons in some order. And so that becomes a question is, can Watt, and I agree with your your take with Pete, I think Watt, and I said this on the Pick 6 podcast, I think, or I said it on some radio show at some point today. Yes, um, this is this the way it gets at this point in the season. We, we all do idea, so like, much stuff, and I have no idea what I said and where I said it. Where I said it, exactly. I'm like, do you, can we bring that clip up? They're like, what are you talking about, dude? You didn't say that. I'm like, I said that earlier. Um, I think there's a really, really, really good chance that either TJ Watt or Micah Parsons have a splash game in a big spot with, I think I might have said it on here, with like five minutes ago, with with TJ Watt trying to get the Steelers in the playoffs and with Micah Parsons trying to steal the division from the Eagles. And you're not going to get CeeDee Lamb for Offensive Player of the Year, more than likely. It would take just an enormous game for him to win it. Dak Prescott's not going to win it. Exactly. But if the Cowboys win the division and you're not getting Coach of the Year, you're not getting MVP, you're not getting um, Offensive Player of the Year, and Micah Parsons sacks Sam Howell three times and like one is a strip sack that goes for a Cowboys touchdown or he pops a ball up in the air and then takes it to the house – I think he flips it. Uh, I think I think Miles Garrett can get flipped um, on this award by virtue of not playing, and that that's the unfortunate reality of this this award. And remember too, these votes are all due on Monday, and everybody who's voting for this is do is not getting paid for this. They have to quick like the football's done. It might be due Sunday night. The football's done. They write down the names. They send them in, and if. Like it's it's and it's not something that they're being paid for. They certainly do. They work hard and consider all these things. But Pete's Pete's going into week eighteen as, as he just told us with this idea of who of what his ballot looks like, and then he's going to allow in certain awards whatever happens in those games to shift those names around, and that and he that's that's pretty standard for for this award process. So. If you're going to bet on it now, you really I think the only ones that you can expect to possibly flip are Defensive Player of the Year and Defensive Rookie of the Year. Maybe um, Comeback Player of the Year, but Flacco's not playing, and that makes it tough. You better you bet with uh, Nick and Will. I'm so used to was the Nick and Ken out of habit. That's Nick fine. and Will. Uh, yeah, it's, it's Nick and Ken here then on the show. Nick <laughs> and Ken. Nick, Nick and uh, and Morty here on the show. Absolutely love it. Uh, just make, just make up names. I don't know. Just the first thing that came to mind. Like Rick and Morty. Am I Morty, and, Morty. And, you're, and, you're, and, you're, and you're Grandpa Rick? You pickle I, Rick? I, I I don't actually like watch that show. It was just like Nick ends, and it sounded like Rick in my head. So there you go. It's pretty sure vile it's and heinous and funny. Oh, oh well, I I like all of those things, so I'm sure I would oh, like yes. it. It's, it's, um, it is it is disgusting and like weird. I, so so this is um I don't think like film at eleven style take from Pete, but I think it kind of jives with what Ken and I have been saying on the show, which is look McCaffrey is a huge favorite. Also, he's not playing this weekend. And Pete, like, flat out said, like, if Tyreek has a huge game, catches, like, a couple long touchdowns, and the Dolphins win, oh, yeah, sorry, he thinks that not, can flip. Like, not, yeah. not only would Pete vote Tyreek Offensive Player of the Year, but he thinks, like, everybody else would, too. I think the problem is, is 
I, I kind of like don't think that's going to happen. I think Buffalo is going to win the game. But I guess like that's an alternative way to – and what's what's the money line here on Miami? It's definitely not the Tyreek price. It's 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 in the ones, right? It's right. Plus, the, the spread's three. So is that – I don't know. I guess like Miami could win and Tyreek could not have a huge game. I don't know. I think that one I'm like less in on than some of the others just because – just because I, I don't think the Dolphins are going to beat the Bills on Sunday night. But it is like well, if, if it, you do think Miami's going to win the game, it's a little interesting. Yeah, for sure. The I think the issue is that you are when, – when you're looking at this price – sorry, I had to scroll back down. I was up there looking at Super Bowl exactus. So Miami – what's the Miami money line? Plus 130. Uh, plus 130. Right? So Miami money is plus 130. The, I don't think Tyreek Hill can win the award if he goes for 110 and one touchdown. I think right? you're right. Based off, but yeah, I agree. I think he needs to go nuclear. It's got to be, I think it's got to be 175 or something like that. One, it's got to be one, two long touchdowns. Pete said it, Pete maybe said it best. Two long touchdowns. Or even like a short, like one long bomb that flips the game. And I, I do think, though, Nick, and he's got to be like the this, story of the game when it's over. Like it's got to be like, oh my all, god, like Tyreek Hill put the put the team on his back, like Greg Jennings. Yes, right, <laughs> Leroy <laughs> Jenkins. Um, he dives in. No, all right, never mind. Um, I think that it's got. So I guess my point is, maybe the the market is not even the money, the Miami money line, but the Tyreek Hill. What are his alt overs? You know what? Do you, if what is like Tyreek Hill to go for 175 yards on Sunday night? It's probably better than plus 275. Yeah. The other thing that hurts him obviously is like, and look, maybe maybe you'll have a good answer to this question. I'm not really sure. Um, what's it going to look like? And by the way, Miami's getting bet right now at BetMGM. Buffalo's Ooh. off three. It's a juice two and a half towards Buffalo. Ooh, so uh, yeah, this is like so. Yeah, it is. It, it is a little spicy. Dude, Miami, right? Miami. Look, if and you and you, you know, just, so just just so you have this context while you were doing CBS uh, to start the second hour of the show, and I did the Adam Chernoff yep. interview. Churn said his only bet of the week so far is Miami plus three. Oh, don't love that because I like Buffalo. Um, I like Buffalo too. I mean, look, like he can be wrong. He can also be right. That's not meant to be disparaging to Chernoff. Just like no, 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 no. no, no. I just I mean, right. you know, yeah. I mean, these are NFL. Like, these are NFL games. We we were talking about it earlier. Uh, one score games. You can flip the one score games, and the Patriots are in the playoffs, right? I mean, they have a, the number three pick. I mean, that's how that's how the NFL works. It's going to be close. I do think if the one way that Tyreek, if you if you can, if the market's still open, that Tyreek could really flip this thing, if he if he goes for like one fifty and a touchdown, if Miami wins and knocks Buffalo out of the playoffs, you know what I mean? Like if it's like we go into Sunday night and it's not all right. Buffalo and Miami are both in. It's all seeding. But it's like Buffalo's either in or they're out. That I feel like if Tyreek ends Buffalo's season in that Cinder, in this sort of Cinderella's run, that could potentially boost it a little bit. On the other side, we'll switch gears for a little bit and we'll talk some NBA with Rick Camp. Are you better? You bet family what? member. Rick's going to give us a couple bets for tonight and we'll talk some overarching NBA thoughts as well with our pal Rick Camp. We'll get back to the NFL uh, next hour on the show. Evan Silva will join us as well. Still got an hour and 20 minutes left here on a Thursday. You better you bet with Costos and Brinson, a.k.a. Barkley.